Hey everyone, this is Josh Brown, and you're listening to the first ever episode of our brand new podcast, Follow Your Soul Heart. Hey guys, I'm your host, Josh Brown, and today we're going to be talking about Follow Your Soul Heart. Now, I know the million dollar question here is what does it mean and what does it have to do with me? (laughs) That's a great question and we're gonna dive into this and so much more. And if you'll just stay with me, I promise it's gonna be worth your time and worth your while. So first, a little bit about me. My name is Josh Brown and I've been running a creative agency for about four and a half years. I started after working in a $100 million nonprofit for seven years and I literally left that nonprofit. It was the YMCA in Nashville, Tennessee, if you want to know what it was, that's fine. But I left that nonprofit and I started my company with almost no savings and no idea what I was going to do. And for the record, I don't recommend that anybody follow my footsteps in that. What my goal is, is to make all the mistakes so that you can learn from me and never have to encounter anything negative like that. I had a dream that was born from this idea that I wanted to start a company before I turned 30. And one day I was sitting in my church and I heard Pastor Craig Groeschel of Life.Church say to step toward your destiny, you may have to step away from your security. My wife and I, I remember that moment, just kind of looked at each other and we knew right then and there, this was it. I was supposed to leave the YMCA and start what would eventually become Soul Heart. But the challenge was we had three children and my wife stayed at home with them and we had a mortgage that was $952 a month and I only had like a couple hundred dollars a month coming in from freelance. I'd worked for several years trying to build up a freelance business, but didn't have enough to create a cushion of support. And yet I couldn't shake the burden or the desire that there was something more that I needed to be doing to make an even greater impact in the world around me. So I started a company. (laughs) Like I said, I don't recommend that to anybody, but it was do or die. And honestly, it's still one of the ways that I operate today, very do or die, very startup mentality. And I love every second of it. It was such a monumental challenge. I didn't know how we were gonna survive. I didn't know how it was gonna pan out. I honestly, I literally had no clue if I was going to do creative work, if I was gonna do web work, if I was gonna do video work or what. I just knew that I wanted to start a company before I turned 30 and I managed to pull it off a few weeks before that actually happened. So what does it mean though to leave everything behind and pursue a dream. That's the concept of follow your soul heart. You may have heard it on YouTube called do what you can't or live your daydream or countless other things that are out there that are all bent around these inspirational messages. For me, it was the fact that in everything that I did, I wanted to honor God because my faith was a real central component to who I was. And there was a verse in Deuteronomy 6.5 that said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And so those two words kind of combined and spoke to me that if I could pursue life 
where I would pour heart and soul into everything, then maybe the impact that I can leave on the world would be a positive one. So when I began my company, the very first thing that I did was I set a mission statement. And our mission statement is to make a positive impact in the lives of others. Now, how we do that can change from social media to web design to web development, to UI UX design. There's all these different things we do. But let me just tell you what we do isn't as important as how we do it. What we do is not as important as how we do it. I believe this with all my heart because so many things that I enjoy are great things. And in fact, I know if I was to close the doors on my agency today and go and work in another capacity again, maybe in cubicle land at the YMCA again, it wouldn't matter what I'm doing. It would only matter how I do it. And how you have to operate in life is with the hard and loving and encouraging work ethic and attitude. But I think there's three fundamental things inside of there that can create success. And those are the things I want to focus on today. The three things that matter more than anything else are attention, communication, and urgency. Let me unpack this. Attention. Everybody wants attention. <laughs> I mean, we live in a selfie-centered world. In fact, some of the best friends in my own sphere and circle that I have today that are entrepreneurs or church planners or pastors or business owners, they love attention. And if you can give people attention, you're always, always, always going to find success and opportunity on the other side. Now, it has to be the right attention. For me, I lucked out because the major that I chose in college was journalism. Now, many of you may not know a journalist, but I'm sure you've read the newspaper or heard the news. But the core principle that you learn in journalism is to listen. When you listen to people, they give you their attention. When you listen to people, they give you their full and undivided attention. And in fact, most of the time, you're spending time listening to them talk about themselves. There was a great story that I just have to share with you real quick, where I went into as an intern to a small town newspaper and I go and I'm supposed to interview this guy who apparently was a really good fisherman and do sort of a life of the town newspaper article. So I go in and I meet him and he's about 75 years old. And I say, hey, I'm supposed to come and talk to you. And I think his name was George. And I said, so George, tell me what it is that you do. And George proceeded to tell me and show me and just expounded on everything that he does. And I was fascinated because George was a noodler <laughs> a noodler and if you don't know what a noodler is you need a youtube it because it is insane what george would do is he would drive his boat out onto the green river and the green river is muddy you can't it's not like a florida river where you can kind of see under the water and everything's nice and crystal clear and pure and all of that no it is muddy you can't see more than five inches past your past the surface of the water. And so George would drive his boat out into the river, throw down his anchor, put a tether on himself, and he had the sonar that would kind of help him know where to park his boat 
and what he would look for in the sonar were these sort of like pockets or holes underneath on the riverbed. And after he parked his boat, George would tie that tether on him and he would dive into the river can't see remember this he can't see go to the river bottom the riverbed itself and dig around feeling with his hands in pitch black darkness <laughs> and what was he feeling for a catfish and what noodling is is sticking your hand in an area where a giant catfish would be and they swallow your hand thinking it's something to eat and so George would get in there, he'd find his little pocket, shove his hand down in, a catfish would attach on and grab him, and he'd come to the surface, and he caught a catfish barehanded. Now, most of you are probably familiar with restaurant catfish. can fit nicely on a plate. George gave me 10 pounds of his catfish because he caught a 53-pound catfish with his bare hands. <laughs> you can't make this up. I gave George my attention. He gave me 10 pounds of catfish. It works. Give people attention and you're always going to get a reward at the end. The second thing that I want to tell you about is communication. Communication is going to separate you from anyone in the world. Now, I'm sure you know people that communicate great, and obviously I'm not talking about those individuals, but I would say that 25 to 30% of all the work that we've received as part of Soul Heart, the creative agency, has been because some other developer, designer, or agency didn't communicate with their client so their client found somebody else and us who actually communicated well, gave them the attention they needed, and we ended up taking over the project. 25 to 30% of all these projects have come our way because somebody had bad communication. So when I say communication, I'm obviously talking about good communication. We want to make sure that no matter what we're doing in our personal life, our business life, our cubicle life, that you always have good communication. Good communication is the key. In fact, I would say so much of our world today actually struggles because we don't have so much of a polar divide in our country. We just have miscommunication issues all over the place. In fact, many athletes have to correct the media. Um, I'm a huge basketball fan. I love March Madness. I love the NBA. And this past year, all kinds of stuff has been going on in the NBA. And many times it's simply a reporter taking something out of context that an athlete said. There's miscommunication. So if you have good communication, you're not only going to be able to um, gain trust with other people, but in my case, it's going to actually help you grow your business. So those are the first two things that I believe are going to help set you apart in your ventures and your business, your personal life, whatever it is, attention, communication. And then the third thing is urgency. Urgency is a tough one because a lot of people like this idea of work-life balance. And work-life balance is a great thing. I'm a huge advocate for it. But when you leave a job, a full-time stable job, benefits the whole nine yards, and you start a company, 
you have to have urgency. <laughs> you have to operate as though somebody just lit a fire underneath you and you've got to accomplish the next task in order for the fire to be put out. In fact, I would say I probably still largely operate like this today. There are so many startups in this world, but the ones that are super successful are the ones that always seem to have an edge of urgency. Having an edge of urgency has to be required in order to be successful because you understand that if you don't get the job done or you don't do the job well, then that job is probably going to be going elsewhere, maybe to another person, another company, or maybe you just simply lose out on building any more trust because you don't have a sense of urgency, you don't know how to meet deadlines, and you don't know how to get things done in a timely manner. Steve Jobs was the founder of Apple, and in an address to, I believe it was Stanford University, he actually said in the commencement address that his number one motivator in life was knowing that he was going to die soon. <laughs> That's not as morbid as it sounds because his whole purpose in his speech was that knowing that he was going to die soon created a sense of urgency so that he would get more things done today and he would also be able to filter out things that just simply didn't matter. That's probably the number one complaint that you should really have with social media today it largely becomes a distraction instead of something that can help propel you to be more productive. So be sure to tamper that sense of urgency right alongside of productivity. Allow your urgency to compel you to productivity. You first wanna give people the attention they need, they deserve. Attention is gonna help you build all kinds of trust. You wanna be able to communicate great because communication is the key to success, trust me. And then lastly, you want that urgency because it's gonna help you get things done quickly. It's gonna help you weed out the stuff that you shouldn't be distracted by or focused on and only care about serving the people that you want or you need to in order to make that positive impact on the world around you. People want attention. Communication will set you apart and urgency is why my business exists. I'm so grateful I tell you, first of all, let me just say this. I'm grateful for you. If you've made it this far in the podcast, I just want to take a second and say thank you. Thank you for giving me your attention because I honestly, I don't deserve it. But I do know that because of my journey, I've seen enough success that I, I just want to be an encourager and I want to make a positive impact in your life. It's what wakes me up every day. I get out of bed desiring that. I'm completely fulfilled and satisfied in everything that I do, and I just want to do whatever I can to help you follow your soul heart. Hey guys, this is podcast number one in a series that I believe is going to be life-changing for many of you. I'm so stoked and excited to start this process and get to know you. And over the next several weeks, and like I said, months and hopefully years, we'll be getting to dive more into the process of how I've built a thriving business. 
Um, we're we're going to talk about the mistakes I've made, the ones that you can learn from especially, and then ultimately we're going to talk about how to keep moving forward when you're not seeing results. Everybody's got a dream, but so many people try to follow and pursue a dream and then fail right away and they don't see the results that somebody else did and then you end up giving up on that dream. I don't want that to happen to you. And so we're going to unpack that. We're going to talk about it. We're going to bring that conversation to the table. And hopefully over the course of time, you're going to get the encouragement that you need in order to go into the world and make a giant positive impact and ultimately change the world. So until next time, the best is yet to come. Follow your soul heart.